You're listening to the Overeaters Anonymous Mid-Peninsula Podcast. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. For more information, please visit oamidpeninsula.org. Good morning, everybody. I'm Janae, compulsive overeater, and uh, haven't spoken in a while, and I had too much caffeine this morning. So I'm trying to get kind of centered and focused to really just um, want to share my story. And I'm hoping the um, message of hope and joy uh, comes through because that's really what has come to me through working this program. Um, Let me qualify first. Uh, I have been in program since October, 2017. Um, I have back-to-back absence, just celebrated one year in how and I have a 50 pound weight release. So um, where I come from, where the story starts is I am the oldest of three girls. I was raised in LA. Um, I am six years older than my middle sister and nine years older than my youngest sister. So lots of age gaps. And uh, I was parentified pretty early. Um, My parents, you know, I, I, I had solid roof over our head, upper, upper middle class, um, you know, somewhat, you know, financial stability, food on the table, all of that. Um, but our household was fairly chaotic. Um, my father was solely focused on work and he worked very long hours and my mother did all the child raising and she was very, um, erratic, uh, had trouble kind of focusing on the task at hand and without stability in the mothering role, I kind of stepped into that position with my sisters. Um, I recall on, in kindergarten, I rode my bike to school. It was about a mile away. And I remember the school called my mother and said, we do not allow kindergartners to ride their bike. It was busy street. We lived on such a busy street. I look back, oh my God, who let that happen? And um, I remember very vividly a lunch my mother packed for me. I opened up my lunch and my sandwich was two butt ends of the bread with this sad little slice of ham or something in the middle of it. There was a carrot that hadn't even been cleaned and it was so old it wobbled. And then there was an apple that somebody had already taken a bite out of. That was the lunch my mom sent me to school with. And, you know, I just made my lunch from there on out. And that's kind of how life went for me is there wasn't a lot of attention to, you know, no one was watching out for me. And um, so I watched out for my sisters and I got the message. Adults couldn't be relied on, but I knew I could rely on myself. Um, The really hard part about that is my mother is a very well-regarded child therapist. 
um, very well regarded. And I just felt like the emperor had no no clothes and nobody, you know, we were, I just wasn't visible, right? That people were like, oh, you're so lucky. You can always talk to your mother about that, you know, but I can't. I really can't rely on this person. And my dad, who was reliable, I mean, he's actually really emotionally reliable, but he was just gone. He was focused on, he was always kind of this, this financial anxiety in my household. A um, lot of messages around um, being good looking and being thin. My parents' body types are, my dad is 6'5", athlete, um, played football for Stanford, played semi-pro rugby, you know, just really fit, um, never had a weight problem. My mother is 5'2", but 100 pounds, never gained any weight. And um, the message was just you had to be good looking and you had to be thin. And, um, and then there was a lot of really strange messages around money that, you know, you're going to lose it. You're never safe. So there was kind of always just this like, you know, look beautiful, but you're not safe. You're not stable. You don't know what's coming your way. And, um, you know, that, that all of that imprinted on me. I didn't get, I, I have a very different body type than my, both my parents. Um, you know, I'm, I'm short, I'm five, three, uh, very voluptuous. My mother was not, um, and they, for the most part, I mean, that message was there, but for the most part, they left me alone because I always had boyfriends. And if for some reason, as long as you were attractive and being pursued, then, you know, all is well. My middle sister, uh, who wasn't really interested in any relationships, man, she got it so bad. I remember my mom um, getting after her about her weight and she, she was a pretty competitive tennis player and she had injured that's, her knee. And that's my five, Janae. Thanks. Oh, my mother said, um, when are we going to talk about the elephant in the room that your, your knees are giving out because you're obese? I mean, she was nowhere near obese. And that, that was just kind of like this, um, just hyper-focus on weight. Um, so, you know, fast forward, moving into the adult years, uh, I did all the expected things, graduated from college, uh, had jobs, I got married, uh, had two kids. Um, and as I kind of progressed into adulthood, we had some really difficult years. And that's when my food and my weight got out of control. Um, my oldest son was diagnosed with Asperger's. My younger son endured uh, a pretty horrific trauma. Uh, he also was diagnosed with ADHD. My mother-in-law, um, we were her primary caretakers through lung cancer. Uh, that was a 10 year stint. And then my middle sister, and I'm extremely close to my sisters. Um, my middle sister was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and died within 18 months. And I, my life was just intense and crazed and I was holding on for dear life. Um, my relationship with my husband was terrible. He was a workaholic and he was absent and we had all of these issues to deal with. And with all of my money, I had stopped working and was home with the boys and with all my money fears that triggered such hardship for me. And so to get some security emotionally, I started a business, even with these kids, with all of these issues and challenges. And so um, 
I was determined to get financially safe. And so, you know, building a home-based business and raising two boys and caretaking family members with illnesses and loss. And um, it was just chaos. It was absolute chaos. And I just got more and more controlling through it all. And um, my marriage got more and more strained. My relationships with people, I just, I brought so much intensity to everything because I was going to, you know, everything was going to get under control. And my parenting, I have so much regret around my parenting and what that looked like. Um, and I just, I fought with the world. I mean, I didn't understand that some people could move through time and space and not get in fights with people in parking lots. I was eight months pregnant and this, I got into a tussle with, I was on the phone with my husband and I got a tussle with this guy in the park in, around from the library. He didn't like how I was dropping off the books. He was crazy, but you know, I was on the phone with my husband and I went up toe to toe to this guy. I've got a kid in a stroller. I'm eight months pregnant and I am game on, you know, and my husband is screaming into the phone, stand down, stand down. <laughs> what why would anyone stand down this guy this guy wants to fight I, I, i'm not scared of him i'm not scared of anything and that's just how i moved through life just this intensity and you know my marriage was so strained i remember we were in therapy and the therapist said to me you know don't you want to be chair and we had this ongoing fight and and you know that you know, he wanted more sex and i wanted more help around the house and and you know, I remember the therapist saying it was the same fight every single week. I don't know how we went through one year of therapy, having the same fight every single week in therapy. And she said to me, you know, don't you want to be cherished? And I said, cherished, you know, I just want someone who folds laundry, you know, like, come on, I, you know, let's, let's start with the basics here. And, um, it was just rough and I, let, let's transfer to the photos. Let's, let's get those up if you don't mind, Michelle. So, you know, if you can just envision, um, you know, chaotic family acting out kids, uh, you know, highly controlling person, building a business and trying to manage it all and doing it pretty much on my own as my husband was out and about. So, okay. So this is me. There are so few photos of me heavy. I just, I would dive into bushes to, to avoid photos. So this is me with my niece and just go ahead and go to the next one. And it's just so much flesh there. Um, okay. Again, same trip on the left, just large and in charge, man. Um, on the right. Okay. This photo is amazing to me. So this is after a breast reduction. I had 10 pounds cut off my chest and in three months gained all of the weight back in my breasts. I mean, you can see on the left, no breast reduction on the right. I, mean, I was going to. That's 10. Thanks. Um, I was so out of control with my food. I had, I was looking for surgical solutions to my problems and just eating more. It wasn't going to, it wasn't going to solve the problem. It, it just, it wasn't a soul food problem. Okay. Next. So that, that's a big girl there. And then I'm okay. So I found the rooms. Let's just stop here for a second. I found the rooms. I took a friend. To, oh, my husband had been in another program for 35 years. I had said to him, I wake up every day, hopeful and on a diet. And by the end of the day, I'm defeated and um, hating myself and out of control. And he said, wow, that really sounds like addiction. Um, and 
I hated him for that because I had my shit together and he was the one with the problems and needed 12 steps. But anyways, I, at around that same time, it got in my head. And around that same time, uh, I had a friend who was really, I mean, that person was really struggling with food. So I said, hey, you know, there's 12, I'll take you to a meeting. She bolted, I stayed. I did a year in OA and this is, you know, OA, this is my story, but OA worked for me for a year. Here I am 20 pounds less, but then I plateaued. Let's go to the next photo. Um, that's me with my youngest son. Here's a family photo. This is me down 20 pounds. Um, and I got really, really exhausted by where I was. And I didn't feel like I had any tools. My abstinence, I defined at that time as no flower. Um, and then I found that I was justifying um, that nachos don't have any flour in them and I can eat that for breakfast and dinner. And so I did not have a food program that I could rely on that allowed me to be at peace with the food and great loving people in the rooms who were doing how were modeling for me healthy relationships with food. They were in changing their lives. And I said, save me, I need more help. And I switched over to um, how uh, that I've been um, the last two years. Let's go ahead. Um, then let's go ahead and the next photo. I uh, lost 50 pounds total. Uh, this is me with my, my family, my boys, all of them. And um, let's just move through the next photo. Okay. So this cracks me up. So then I'll tell you, I did not have access to joy in my life. Uh, during those tough years. And these photos to me, I, I guess I didn't even take photos. That miserable person that you saw that like wasn't even quite looking at the camera. Like I had to learn to, I actually, I got excited about taking photos. So um, I love animals. This is me fostering kittens on the left. On the right, my skinny mini hundred pound mother had left her belt at my house and check it out. I fit in that damn belt. I've never, I have not fit in my mother's clothing since the third goddamn grade. There I am. Um, I sent that picture to my sister. Check me out. Okay, let's go to the next one. Um, and I just don't even know, can you see, okay, here's me and my husband. Um, this is a relationship that is repaired and is joyous. And I'll get to that in a second. Uh, let's go to the next one. And there we are traveling. So that's it for the photos. So um, the relationships in my life and the transformation of what the people, um, and you know, mostly my family, these are repaired, beautiful relationships. My husband and my marriage, I mean, we were at war, we weren't at war. We just kind of coexisted. We've always, we've always had this commonality of, of being the same team, but we weren't intimate anymore. Um, I always felt like if the assholes in my life could get their shit together every, sorry about all the language, but uh, you know, then we would have a good life. And what I've learned is I started working steps. I started working program. I started doing all of this work. Sorry, my dog is scratching. Um, and all of a sudden those knuckleheads got their acts together, right? Everything came into place and it was me. I had to do the work. And um, I do feel cherished. I have the most amazing relationship with my husband. We are more than a team. We are best of friends and very loud dog, sorry. Um, so through program, 
he he left his job he he retired from the his job this job that would take him away from us all of the time and he came, we actually worked together on the business that i started and we are terrific business partners um he has taken over the majority of the household so you know i have this 530 15. oops okay you got five. All the good stuff. Okay, let me close up. So like, you still got five. You still oh, got still five. five. Oh, good. Okay, I get to do the good stuff. Um, okay, so you know, I attend five thirty meetings on Wednesdays and Fridays, and you know, he does all the grocery shopping. He does all the cookies. I leave my meeting at six thirty, and dinner's on the table. You know, I have someone who folds laundry and manages the kids, and it's we we never. Okay, this is an amazing story to me. When we were newly together i remember i won this drawing for a get a beautiful getaway trip uh to, to napa and meal was included in a limo to take you to different wineries and all of that i never used it because we could never find the time to just stop working and go enjoy it and now today we travel all over the place we have so much fun we're always on the go that's what that last photo set you know kind of showed us on an airplane we you know we jump on flights we, we take our work with us on the go because we both work together um we have such a deep partnership and my relationship with my children um my my son who's on the spectrum never likes me to touch him and he will when you, you know, he's an adult he's 21 high functioning so just doing still challenging but just crushing it in so many ways uh he'll he'll climb in bed with me and let and just cuddle me up uh my youngest um both my boys they call me all day long every day just to check in and share a story and i'm connected to the people in my life i am not managing them and you know putting them in headlocks to get what i need we are taking care of each other in a beautiful partnership um i have joy i have self-acceptance i like who i am i know what i like that used to be so confusing to me um the other thing that i have found is clothes when I was heavy, I would, you know, I hated looking in a mirror. I would go through Target and grab things or Costco, you know, low cost, and I would wear them till they fell apart, literally. And now, and, and oh, and black, white, and gray, that was it. Um, I found color and um, I just celebrate the accomplishments for myself and for my fellows in this room. So I've just, um witnessed these miracles of transformation that you know when you when we all qualify i get so much joy hearing the weight loss in these rooms and the long-term abstinence and that just you know is the very typical you know um peak of all of this stability that we all create for ourselves through this program that i just i know the mental health and the the security that comes along with that um it's amazing to me and I, i've said it before that you know uh, people magazine does that annual in january you know people with weight loss successes and um celebrates that and i think i'm in rooms with people who are doing this you know this is our story I know that, that we that we still struggle in many ways, but there is a solution in this room in these rooms, and I feel like I am living proof of the miracles of transformation 
um, that I have peace, I have serenity, food is in its pop proper place for me uh, today, and I have deep, meaningful relationships, I have financial security, I am able to enjoy that. Um, huge, huge miracle in my life that, you know, we have a business that's based on sales for promotional products. And during the pandemic, every single one of my clients called me in March of 2021 and said, we're shutting off the budget for the entire year. My husband had just quit his job to come work with me. And we had said, if nothing weird happens, we should be absolutely fine. <laughs> and here we go. Nothing could be weirder. Um, and I was fine. I was absolutely fine. I just said, you know what? I don't need to be scared. We've got some savings. And you know what happened? Every single one of those clients spent more money with us in that in during the pandemic because they had to re figure out creative ways to reach out to their to their customers, their employees. And we had a record breaking year and I didn't have to suffer panic through that. I just rolled with it and God took care of me. You all took care of me. My people have me for the first time in my life. Um, I never felt like I could rely on people, but I can rely on my higher power. I can rely on a program, all of the structure and scaffolding. Um, you know, I, I always thought there's no way I could do this, this, this daily call, this daily writing. Um, and that is, those are the foundations. I start my day every day with my, uh, five days a week with my sponsor, with my writing. And, um, it just puts everything in its proper place and, and the relationships that I have in these rooms. So I, I am just a celebrant of the 12 step program and the mental health that it, it, it has provided for me and the security and the healing. So thank you.